0: This is the Publicity for Pet Businesses podcast with Rachel Spencer. Listen in each week for tips on ways to win media coverage and create content to make sure your pet business stands out from the competition. Hi, I'm just popping in here before the main podcast because I never... Say any naughty words on my podcast, but there is a very mild swear word on this one that I use. It's to illustrate one of the 12 C's of Christmas, and it begins with C and it rounds with trap. So if you've got little people in the car, then it's just a little warning for you. Um, As I say, I never normally swear on the podcast, but I just wanted to use this as an example of one of my 12 C's of Christmas. So I wanted to give you a warning ahead of the main episode, but now I'm going to go to the main episode. I hope you found it helpful. And I will be going back to my non-swearing for the podcast moving forward. Thanks so much and have a lovely Christmas. Hey, and welcome to this episode of the podcast where I'm going to be talking about the 12 C's of Christmas that every pet business needs. So each C is a word beginning with C. And it's something that I feel is relevant for you as a pet business owner when it comes to making your business stand out, making your business healthy, making your business do the things that you want it to do. So I've chosen 12 C, 12 words beginning with C. Um, I'm going to go through each one of them. I did do this as a little bit of a social media campaign um, at the beginning of December, but I thought I would wrap it all up in a podcast episode as well. So this is going out on the 22nd of December. I'm imagining you are, I hope, winding down, eating a mince pie, maybe having a glass of Baileys, depending on what time of day you're listening to this and where you are in the world and looking forward to a bit of a break. So I thought I'd go through my 12 C's because each one of them is going to be helpful when it comes to getting your pet business out there and helping your customers feel special and feel, um, feel like you care about them and feel treasured and all of those things that we want to feel so we remain loyal and we stay with people and we recommend people and we rave about them. So on that theme the first C of Christmas that your pet business needs um, is care. So what do you do to show your customers that you care? Now as a small business owner there's so much that we can do because we're you know we're not like a great big corporate machine, there aren't loads of hoops to jump through, there isn't red tape, we can just do what we want to do. So if we want to show our customers that we care by sending a card or sending gifts at Christmas or doing something to say thank you, then we can just go ahead and do it because we're small businesses and we can do whatever we want. So for you, that might be a handwritten card in every order that you send out. It might be giving each of your grooming clients a cute little bandana at Christmas when they come in for their Christmas groom. It might be sending some of your clients Christmas presents. It might be sending them cards. The key thing I feel that we need to be doing as small business owners is not making people feel like they are a number If we can stop making people feel like they're in some automated machine or they're in funnels and that kind of thing, that's really, really important. So those little touches that show that you care are really important in helping people choose you and stay with you as well. So that is number one of my 12 C's of Christmas for your pet business. So number two is about community, and having a community around your pet business it means that you build an army of people who love you and what you do, and who feel really supported. So fitting in um, with what I was saying, yes, uh, what I was saying earlier about caring—you know, feeling cared for. Now, community can be in lots of different ways. Um, you might have a community that's in a Facebook group. You might have a physical community where people come to different events and workshops, and they come and see you in real life. Um, It might be a community that you've built on Instagram. There's loads of different ways that you can build community. But having a community around your pet business so people feel part of something like they belong is really going to serve you well. So I've got a few examples here of people who do community really well. So we've got Debbie from Red Hound for Dogs. She's got a Facebook group for her Whippet owners, Whippet parents. um, And she does all kinds of things in there from, um, you know, buy it, sell it, swap it events where people bring along you know clothes or outfits that their whippets no longer need so like puppy outfits that kind of thing she has um, charity auctions she does all kinds of brilliant things in her group and she also shows off her new products as well so they feel really part of Debbie's journey and part of her business. Zoe Willingham from Zoe Willingham Behaviourist and also Best Behaviour Dog Training over in Suffolk She's got a physical community where she does dog training classes in a pub. So she's really part of her local community. She goes on, you know, the radio road show. So she's really entrenched in her own local community. So that's how she builds hers. And then we've got Sandra from Happy Pup. She's got a lovely community that she's built with her clients, where once they've been through the training programs, they can join a lovely club that she has, where they go out into the community, they go to dog-friendly places, they have dog-friendly events, they go and see people who are going to be able to, you know, help settle in their puppy, that kind of thing. It's really, really lovely, the community that she's built around her business and her clients. So that's C number two, the second C of Christmas, which is community. Next up, we've got number three is clarity. So is it clear what you do, who you help and why you do it and what the impact is? So this is one of the things and I need to go and do it myself because I've changed direction a little bit in my business. I'm moving away from purely press coverage to helping people with more general marketing. Um, So I need to go away and do this for myself. But taking some time to sit down and write what you're all about, it's, it can be like a little bit painful. It can be quite hard work. It might be something that you put off. It might be something you procrastinate over. But once you've nailed it, it helps guide all of your messaging so you can be known for, for you know, your one thing or the thing that you want to be known for. So with this, with clarity, you know, is it clear what you do? Um, do people know that you are the person to help them with their anxious talk? Or like in my, in my case do people know that you're the person to help them learn how to get press coverage for their pet business that was what i wanted to be known for so i created for 3 years i created a bank of content on my website and on social media on the podcast all around how to get press coverage for your pet business so is it clear what you what you do is it clear what you want to be known for take a little bit of time maybe over the holidays to revisit that, you might have gone in a bit of a different direction like I have. My focus is now my Pets Get Visible mini membership and my coaching. So take a bit of time to think about what you do and if you've got clarity around what you do as well. So for the fourth sea of Christmas, we have creativity. So I love, this is like one of my favourite things. I feel like I'm a creative person. I've got a background in journalism. I'm definitely, um, I love firing ideas off and yeah being creative so like you know how creative are you what do you do um, to be creative in your pet business where do you get your best ideas Um, and you know being creative is definitely a hat you wear as a business owner as well so I'm going to share a few creative examples and I feel like when we are being creative putting our own personality and character into it is really important as well so we don't want to be we want to be a flamingo in a flock of seagulls, don't we? We don't just want to be a seagull. We don't want to blend in with everybody else. We want to stand out from the competition. And, you know, I'm going to share an example with you of somebody who does that, like Kerry from Frankie's Boutique. I'll share the link to her Instagram in the show notes for this episode. But she has thrown all of the Instagram rules out of the window. and She just doesn't care what anybody thinks. She just does what she wants For example, every Friday she does a daft dance. So Kerry used to be an entertainer um, at like holiday resorts and she's just like she's hilarious. She's got this massive like fancy dress wardrobe in her house and every Friday she dresses up as loads of different things. And she does this daft dance on Instagram and it cheers people up. It puts a smile on people's faces on a Friday morning when most people are shattered and ready for the weekend. And it's just lit up her social media. So that's her being creative, doing things differently On the podcast a few weeks ago, I spoke to Aileen and she just talked about a really simple way she's creative. All she does is she looks at what has happened the week before and she creates stories around it for social media. So that's her way of being creative. So I feel like we need to harness our creativity. We need to, you know, we need to stand out. We need to show who we are and why we're different. So what do you do to be creative? Okay, so that is number four. For number five, I loved doing this one. Number five was inspired by my lovely coach, Lucy Rennie um, from LR Comms. Lucy's got a fab podcast as well. She's been on my one and I'll link to her podcast in the show notes. You can go and check her out. Number five is crap. Now, I don't normally swear on this podcast and I think crap's quite a mild swear word really, isn't it? But embracing being crap, like you've got to be crap at something before you get good at anything, haven't you? So, this podcast is a case in point. When I first um, did the training to launch this podcast, Colin Gray, the guy who I did the training with, I did it with Colin and a lady called Janet Murray, um, a podcasting course, just so I knew everything that I needed to do. He said, just accept that you're going to be, the first 20 episodes are going to, not be they're not going to be very good, not going to be your best work. So you've got to be crap at something before you get good at it. And, you know, I feel like being comfortable with crap means that you try new things and you get better. Because if you're scared of being rubbish at something, then you don't move forward, do you? So, you know, I recorded the video to go on Instagram when I was doing these 12 days when I felt rubbish, felt a bit run down. I felt like I looked like crap, but I wanted to be consistent. I wanted to keep, you know, doing these 12 days of Christmas for my Instagram. So I kept putting it out there. And even though I felt like it looked a bit like crap, (laughs) So lots of crap there. Um, and I hope you don't mind the swearing. And if you've got kids in the car, I apologize. Um, but yeah, I'd love to know what you're looking forward to being crap at in 2023. Um, and by that I mean you're gonna if you're gonna do something new, you're gonna be a bit rubbish at it at first. But the fact is you're doing something new, you're doing something different, and that is something to be definitely be celebrated. So that is day number five. It's crap. Okay, day number six, um, or C number six even is confidence so what gives you confidence when it comes to your pet business Um, now confidence can come in lots of different ways we can think about confidence in lots of different ways in that you know what gives us you know what do we do to instill confidence in our clients that might be putting out testimonials really important that we're putting out testimonials, client stories, client experiences, no matter what you do in your business. So your testimonials and your client stories will help build that trust and help people think, yes, this is a person or the product that is going to help me with the problem that I've got right now. So I do um, this, talk about this a lot in my training and in my courses about getting those testimonials and personalizing them, not just having some like rubbish generic review that says, you know, Sarah is good or Tom is, you know, Tom's product was brilliant. Um, you know, there's really powerful testimonials that give people confidence in you and what you do. And um, Then we've got, you know, confidence in your skills as well and sharing them so people know how you can help them. Because if we're not sharing how we help people, then how are people meant to know that, you know, that, that we can offer them the help that they need? This is one of the things that I have, and I've talked about it, I know, till I'm blue in the face, but when it comes to um you know when it comes to dog training there are people out there who use aversive methods and methods that aren't kind and they are out there and they are loud and proud and they're very confident in putting themselves out there and then i see force free trainers who feel really upset naturally because people are going and working with aversive trainers but they don't feel confident putting themselves out there so if they're not visible who's missing out it's the people who are ending up going to the aversive trainer because they don't know about the alternative So it's really important that you feel confident in putting yourself out there um and as i said in the last year of christmas you know you're going to be crap at things before you get good at them and being crap helps to build your confidence so you know what are you going to do what are you going to do to help build your confidence what do you want to feel more confident in in 2023 that's what i'd love for you to think about here it might be building your confidence with video or writing it might be going and doing a copywriting course it might be going and doing a video course it might be coming and working with me and my pets get visible or actually having some coaching to help with your confidence it might be having your branding or your website redone or refreshed to make you feel more confident about sharing your website or your branding It might be having support through like a network of cheerleaders who are there for you through the ups and the downs. So that is the sixth day of sixth C of Christmas, confidence. Okay. so for number seven, I'm talking about compassion. Um, And again, similar to what I was saying on the last one with confidence, um, compassion for animals. You know, obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, you're going to be treating animals with compassion, aren't you? Um, but don't assume that everybody does so as I was saying about aversive trainers we've got you know puppy farmers not everybody treats animals with kindness and compassion you know people are cruel people are exploit animals so it's really essential to be clear that you do treat animals with compassion and to share how you work and to share your methods and to explain the reasons why you do things in the way that you do so we've obviously got compassion towards animals um, and the other thing I feel like we need to do is be compassionate towards ourselves as well. So you know, we hear a lot about you know, be kind to yourself, be nice to yourself, that kind of thing. Of course, you should be kind and be nice to yourself. um but being compassionate towards yourself is a little bit more than that. It's about you know treating you in the same way as you would do a friend, um and you know treating yourself having self-compassion. So if there is a bump in the road for you in your business or in your life, um, you know, you, you're you not beating yourself up about it. You're not, you know, you're being nice to yourself. You're not blaming yourself. You are, you know, accepting that life is a bit of a roller coaster. Um, and you, you know, you're caring for yourself. You're not telling yourself how rubbish you are. You're knowing that it's okay to feel down sometimes. And, you know, if you're feeling a bit rubbish, just to take a bit of time out. And you're looking at your achievements rather than what didn't work out. And basically turning down the incessant rabbiting of your inner critic. So I've been working a lot on this because I am the world's worst for being mean to myself. I really am. Um, but I've been working a lot on this on my coaching course um, and reading lots about it. And it's something that I really want to be working on in 2023. So yeah, treat yourself with compassion. That's one of um that is C number eight on the 12 C's of Christmas. So I hope that's resonated with you there. Sorry, that was C number seven. I've got my I've got my days mixed up. Um, so for the eighth C of Christmas for your pet business, um, it's all about communication. So um, what's your favourite way to communicate with your people? Um, this is something to consider. And maybe if you're listening to this podcast and you, you've got some plans, you've got some goals for 2023. This might strike a bit of a chord there. You might be thinking about doing something new, being crap at it at first, treating yourself with compassion, but doing something new to communicate with your people. So, you know, what's your favourite way or what might be your favourite way? Is it video? Is it email? Is it a blog? Is it a podcast? Is it social media? Or like I say, is there something new that you're planning on trying in 2023? Let me know. I'd love to hear about it. So, um, if you're thinking of... Communic- if you are thinking of launching something new, if you're thinking of launching a podcast, I've got a podcast um, all about that. It is um, things to do if you're thinking, you know, thinking of launching a podcast. And I've also got a blog on um, how to start a pet blog. So if you are interested, I'll link to those in the show notes. You can go and have a look. Also got a brilliant podcast with a guy called Ant McGinley. He's like the king of podcasting. So have a listen to that as well, because he's a real expert. And he, like, I've got a podcast, so I've experienced it. But he's been, like, doing podcasts since they were first invented. So you're going to get some really awesome advice from him. So I'll link to that podcast in the show notes for this episode. But, yeah, if you've got, um, if you're thinking of a new way of communicating, then that's definitely going to be um Something that you can love listening to. So communication really important. We're communicating regularly with our clients and with our people, with the people in our world, the people who we might want to convert into customers. Okay, so that is day number eight. I am now, I have now got my numbers right again. <laughs> so day number nine is, or C number nine is control. So. Are you in control of your pet business or does it feel a little bit like a runaway train that is running down the hill and you can't stop it? So it's this time of year when we have a bit of time off, isn't it, that we think about, OK, what is it that we want? What do we need to maybe change? What do we need to maybe tweak? What can we improve? What do we want to do more of? What do we do want to do less of? And if your pet business feels a little bit like an octopus with so many legs and so many tentacles that are all over the place and you're feeling stressed and overwhelmed, it's now time to have a little bit of time out and to consider you know how you want to have control in your business moving forward. Um and also how can you show your clients that you're in control too? How can you set boundaries? How can you explain what it is that you're doing? Um, I had a call in my mini membership where a number of people there who've got product businesses were talking about wanting to take back control and what they were going to do over Christmas and how they were going to communicate that they were having some time off. So We were talking about, you know, how we do that, what we do on social media, how we, you know, we can address this on our websites, how we can email our our customers, manage those expectations. So we get that control back and we have that time off. We have that time to rest and recuperate as well. So like one of my clients, Kim, obviously, if you've got a product business, Kim runs Leo, Charlie and me. Um, We've had postal strikes here in the UK and um, I'm not saying that people shouldn't workers shouldn't strike because they have you know you know over their conditions and the way they're being treated, but it has been a really turbulent time for product businesses over the last few months, particularly in the run up to Christmas. So for Kim, she decided, you know what, I'm just going to sold out my Christmas collection because she planned ahead, um, and she'd sold it out by the end of November. And she just thought, rather than having people feel disappointed because their their purchases hadn't arrived before Christmas, she just shut down on the 12th of December and took that control back, put it out there on her website, on social media, and to her email subscribers that she was closing until the 12th of January. And hi, Kim, if you're listening, I hope you're having a lovely break. Kim is having a break. She's worked really hard this year. She's done some incredible things, raised loads of money for charity had great wins, great results, so she's having a break. So that's Kim taking control. So what does control mean for you? It might be standing up to somebody who hasn't been very nice to you. It might be um it might be setting boundaries in your business. It might be saying this is when I'm available. It might be having a fair play agreement for people who do your courses or who come to your classes. So they know they can't mess around with payments or say, you know, can I roll my classes over to, you know, next May, because I'm not going to be here when you've factored in that they're going to be there every week. What can you do to take control? So I hope that's helpful for you for um for the ninth C of Christmas for your pet business. Okay, so now we are on the 10th C of Christmas for your pet business. And this is one of my favourites. This is compare. Oh my gosh. So I've picked compare. I'm not saying go and compare yourself to others because. I don't think that's a good thing to do. Um, So yeah, I'm saying don't compare, and you're only in competition with yourself. So it can be really tempting to look at others and feel that you don't measure up, but you don't know the full picture of what's going on in their business and in their life. Um, You know, someone who feels really far ahead of you, they could have been doing it for years. They could have investment. They could have a giant team behind them. They could have been. You know, there could there could be so many factors for them being in your eyes, further ahead in their business than you are. So please don't compare yourself to others. Like one of my favourite stories when it comes to like looking at people and thinking, oh, it's all right for them, is Joe Wicks. So Joe Wicks, if you aren't aware of his work, he's a fitness trainer here in the UK and he's awesome. Like he's just a lovely, lovely guy. And he did um, PE with Joe during lockdown, kept all the kids and the parents sane because they had like a PE class during lockdown. And he's just a really, really good guy. But Joe Wicks was chugging away at making his business a success for you know the best part of a decade before it really took off. So I remember when one of my um, <clears throat> one of my old contacts, a lady called Jenny, she's a fitness journalist, and she was in she was talking about Joe Wicks on Instagram like way 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 before he was really famous. And I remember seeing him there and going and doing some of his YouTube videos, and it was in the really really early days. And, you know, he wasn't polished. He didn't have a team around him. He wasn't really that well known. And then he grew, you know, he put had his first book out. People started doing his 90 day programme and he grew and grew. But he talks about standing in a park surrounded by weights and kettlebells and all the other stuff that he has for his classes, for his boot camps and nobody turning up. And nobody thinks about those days. They just think about, you know, look at Joe, he's got millions of pounds in the bank. So, you know, all those years ago, he was there, he was starting out, he was probably worrying he was a bit rubbish, he was worrying that nobody would want his thing. He was doing all of the things that that we do as business owners and now people might compare themselves to Joe Wicks and think, oh, it's okay for him, but they wouldn't compare themselves to Joe Wicks 10 years ago, would they? Because, that you know, that's completely different. So... Try not to compare yourself. I'm going to do a podcast um, about this, about a really fascinating book that I've read, been reading recently called The Gap and the Gain. And it's about where we only compare ourselves to ourselves. We only compare ourselves to our last best. So, you know, if you're running a five, let's say if you're trying to do catch to 5k, and you run 5K in 35 minutes, there's no point in comparing yourself to the person who does the park run in 17 minutes because that's going to make you feel like rubbish. If you compare your next personal best to your last one and you do your next one in 34 and a half minutes, that's going to make you feel good. That's going to keep you going. So it's about looking at what you've gained, not not the gap that you're feeling because you aren't running the park run in 17 minutes. And I'll explain it a little bit more articulately. And I've finished reading this book because it's just amazing and um, it's completely blown my mind. But more on that later. So the 11th C of Christmas for your pet business is about collaboration and also a little bit about camaraderie. Um, So there are people around who really want to support you in your pet business, Um, whether that's people who have other local businesses who you might want to work with locally or people who you work with online, people in a similar space, people who might want to stock your products. Um, there are people who want to work with you who want to partner with you and who want to support you so like have a think about like who could you collaborate with who is going to be right for you to partner with and how can you do more collaborating in 2023 it's something that I really love to um really love to facilitate really um I do it in my free Facebook group in the publicity for pet businesses community you'll see collaborations and connections being made there every day I do it on social media and I also do it like I do it more so with my clients who I'm working with, either in my Pets Get Visible program or one-to-one, always introducing people, always matching people, always bringing people together. Um, because I think collaboration and connection is really important when it comes to growing your business. If you want to join my Pets Get Visible mini membership, the founder member rate is um, available. It's £15 a month or 170 for the year until the end of this year. So I will pop the link um to that in the show notes for this episode, but it's a really great space to be if collaboration is something that you want to do. Um, for example, Jo Sellers. Um, Joe has got a book coming out, Adore Your Adolescent Dog. It's coming out in March and we've been working on helping her find people to collaborate with. Um, so she's in my mini membership. She's been sharing the cover of her book and getting feedback on it. Um, she's been matching herself up with other people who can talk about adolescent dogs and share her book. Um, we've been talking about how she can approach, worked with a one-to-one on this, but how she can pitch to the media, how she can, all the different things that she can do, all the collaborations and partnerships she can have to get that book out there. So collaboration, really important. And camaraderie, I'm going to put that in there as well, because when you've got a team of people behind you, or I say a team, I don't mean a team actually of, you know, a social media person and, you know, like an actual team. I mean, what I mean is a, a, a group of cheerleaders behind you, that camaraderie is really important as well. So that's C number 11 of the 12 C's of Christmas. So the final one is about coaching. So if you've made it to the end of this episode, thank you first of all. Hope you found finding this helpful. Um but my final one is about coaching and I've got some exciting news. I have been studying for my ILM um, certificate in coaching and mentoring this year and it has been it has been a huge um, it's been a life-changing experience for me. It's helped me move my business in a completely different direction. I'm going to talk more about that in the new year, but, um, it's also been a lot of work. So, um, a lot of studying on the course, a lot of reading, um, 18 hours of coaching with my lovely three coaches. Thank you, if you're listening, um, for helping me, helping me learn and, mammoth assignments, three assignments with a total of about 50,000 words, but I've passed it and I'm so chuffed. So I'm going to talk a little bit about coaching. I'm sharing the fact that I've qualified there and I hope you don't mind, um, but I have and it's dead exciting. Um, But yeah, coaching. So by coach, a coach is basically a sounding board. It's somebody who is there to help you figure stuff out, help you join up the dots in your business, help you Oh, you all do all kinds of different things. I'm not going to go on about it too much because I'll talk more about this in the new year. But they're there to help you see opportunities and make sense of things and make things happen. To keep help you keep accountable. And also there to pick up, you know, pick help pick you up after the wobbles and help you celebrate the wins as well. Because so often we can just have a win, achieve something or accomplish something really fantastic and then just go firing off towards the next thing. Again, I'm going to talk about that in the new year as well. So a coach for you doesn't have to be a formal coach. They could be a friend. They could be a colleague. They could be um, a team member. They could be somebody else who is in your field, someone who you met when you're doing your training. Um, they could be your parent. They could be your sibling. They could be your best friend. So a coach can come in many, many forms. But the coach is there as your sounding board. They're there to help you, to guide you and to yeah to be your cheerleader as well. So if you are thinking about some coaching in 2023, um maybe you'd like to work with somebody one-to-one. If you're listening to this podcast and you think I sound all right, then I offer one-to-one coaching. Um you can have one-off sessions um or you can have have a six month one-to-one programme as well. So just send me a message if you're interested. And I also have my coaching community as well. My Pets Get Visible coaching community is a fab community and you get um, help with your forward planning. We have a coaching call every month. A forward planning call is basically where we plan the month ahead. So we plan our content for February at the beginning of January. We plan our content for March at the beginning of February and so on. We have a quarterly call as well. um, And that is so you can set your goals for the quarter ahead. So we have had that earlier on this week. So we had it on Monday. Um, so that's how it works. They're the kind of live call element um, and we have a Q&A coaching call every month as well. Um, so if you'd like to be part of that, you have the camaraderie, you have the collaboration, you have the content, you have a lot of the things that I've said beginning with C on this podcast. Um, I'd love to welcome you there. Um, at the moment, it is £15 a month or £170 for the year, that's my founder member rate. So if you'd like to join, then do head to the show notes of this episode and you'll find the link to sign up or send me a message. So I'm going to wrap things up um, on the 12 Cs of Christmas every pet business needs. So number one, we had care. Number two, we had community. Number three, we had clarity. Number four, we had creativity. Number five, we had crap. Number six, we had confidence. Number seven, we had compassion. Number eight was communication. Number nine was control. Number 10 was compare, but it was don't compare. Number 11 was collaborate. And number 12 was coaching. So I hope that's left you feeling inspired for things that can help you in your pet business as we go into the Christmas holidays and into 2023. Just want to give you a massive, massive thank you for listening to the podcast and getting to the end of this episode. I'm so thankful of every listener. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Really looking forward to going in a slightly different direction in 2023 and talking more about the coaching more about confidence more about forward planning more about content marketing rather than purely press coverage so yeah i hope you're going to be on the journey with me i hope you have a wonderful christmas and i will see you next week for another edition of the podcast that's going to be all about how to do your forward planning for 2023 to make sure that you um hit the goals and do the things that you want to achieve next year so tune in on the 29th and i will then see you in the new year thanks once again for listening and i'll have i hope you have a wonderful christmas Thank you for listening to the Publicity for Pet Businesses podcast. For more free resources and ways to promote yourself as a pet entrepreneur, visit www.publicityforpetbusinesses.co.uk.